Hello, everybody, and welcome back to You're Not Lost, You're Here. And it is just me today. Uh, no Austin, no guest on today. I know that I've told you guys for literally since I started my podcast that Brie was coming on, and we already did record it, so it should be posted next Tuesday. So just look out for that. Um, but yeah, it is just me today. This episode's going to be pretty short and to the point. Um, and it's just something that I go through a good amount and I'm sure that the rest of you do as well. And it's just creative lulls and how I try to overcome them. And I'll talk about everything that I do to try to overcome them. So yeah, let's just go ahead and get it started. So starting out, I guess, if you don't know what a creative lull is, which I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory. Like, a creative lull is a creative lull. <laughs> like, it's when you're just stumped creatively. And these, cre- like, creative lulls are really hard. They, I'm not going to say they're really hard, but they're a little tough to overcome. And everybody's different when they have creative lulls. You know, some people might have a creative lull for a day. Some people might have a creative lull going on for like a month. It it just kind of depends on your environment. And, you know, and it's easier said than done to try and break out of your creative lull, um, especially if you're doing this on your own. Like, I know when I get my creative lulls, I don't get a lot of my creative lulls from running the business side because that's why I have Austin. That's why Austin is a part of Cameron Hayes Photography because he runs the business. And so not not to say that he doesn't teach me and he doesn't, I'm not as involved, but Austin running the business and getting everything in the business, like doing taxes and doing invoices and emailing and which I do a lot of emailing as well but you know him staying involved in most of the business it it really helps me because I feel like there's people out there who are photographers or creatives full-time and they're doing both the they're both the artist and the business so it that can be really tough but luckily I don't have to go through that Normally, when I go through a creative lull, it's, I don't really even know if there's like a specific reason. I would say most of my creative lulls come after I'm really busy and then I become like really dead. Like for like a week, I'll have like so many shoots like in one week and then like the next two or three or or even a month after that, I either have no shoots or I have very little shoots, very little creative shoots that I'm interested in, I'll say. Um, some of them like, or yeah, even when I did shoots, like I'm doing solely for money, (laughs) that sounds so bad, but I mean, yeah, I mean, there's just times where I'm just not really interested in the shoot I'm being booked for and it is just to make some money off of it, you know, and that, that is, it's kind of tough to say, but that's just, I'm sorry, that's just the real world. And so something I do to try to get out of my creative lull uh, I, I do a lot of different things and because you got to realize that shooting is like 10% of your career at the end of the day. If you're shooting all day, every day for 365 days, 
Um, I'm just going to tell you right now that I'm sure by March you're you're going to be way maybe by maybe honestly by the end of January you are going to be burnt out completely. So realistically, shooting, physically shooting is literally 10% of your job for me. And I think we just have to realize that that first off you need to realize that and then you also need to be doing things during because I also call these creative lulls quote unquote I'm doing air quotes right now but quote unquote dead periods and your dead periods don't have to be dead you have to find something that's going to progress you further in your business and so what I do it's a perfect time to make mood boards. It's a perfect time to scroll on Pinterest, scroll on Instagram and, you know, come up with concepts and, you know, model scout, location scout. Like you need to be doing something because you might not have a shoot now, but you could easily have one next week or soon. And as artists, we are expected, oops. Sorry, I just got an email. <laughs> Gonna mute that. <laughs> uh, but as artists, we are expected to have our shit together and know a concept when we get reached out to and already have something in mind. Even though every brand or person is different, you already have to have those ideas already planted in your head. And that's actually a good this is a good little way to start out my next little quote. And so like slow seasons are for planting seeds. Oh, that's so deep. I should write poems. But before I get to that, <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I mean, it's just, you have to keep yourself busy somehow. I mean, you can't just like sit around and watch TV all day and twiddle your thumbs and just wait for people to come to you with this stuff because it might not happen like right away. You're going to be waiting a while. I'm just telling you that from personal experience, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> and something that I see that happens a lot is for me, I try not to make myself seem too available. Like f to be more specific, I, I, you know, there's people who, I follow that post on their Instagram stories and they'll physically, they'll actually say, oh, I'm like in a creative lull, like this sucks, like, you know, what do I do to get out of it, blah, blah, blah. And that's like, I'm just, I'm like, oh, okay, well, whatever, you know. But there's also those people that you can tell that they m might have been in a creative lull recently and they're making themselves seem way too available. Like me, like personally, I don't give a shit what anybody thinks about me. I really don't. But there is a bad look for your business. And a part of that is making yourself seem like you have nothing else to do. And for example, you know, I can, I'll see on Instagram stories, people will post and be like, hey, I'm available 24-7 the rest of the year. Let's shoot. <laughs> and that's great if you're 
like, let's say you're traveling and you're traveling around. Like, hey, I'm going to be in California this week, this week, or this week. Hey, I'm going to be in New York this weekend. That's fine. Like, definitely let people know that you're going to be around, especially if you're not there all the time. And definitely try to get some work in. But, like, if you're posting on your Instagram saying, hey, I'm available 24-7 every single day of my life, like, let's do something, that's going to attract the wrong people. And making yourself seem too available is when people will take advantage of you. And I know that from personal experience. I'm not just saying that just to say it. I I just, I know. When I started out, I did that a lot. I said, hey, let's shoot. Let's shoot this week. Let's shoot tomorrow. Who's available tonight? Like, like the more last minute you go, it's even worse. (laughs) But like, for example, I, when I was first starting out, it might have been October, maybe October, maybe November. And I literally wrote on my story that I was available the rest of the year. And did I get a lot of people that hit me up? Uh, yeah, I got a ton of people that hit me up. Even before I had a lot, a big portfolio, I had so many people hit me up. But can you guess how many of those people hit me up and asked for my rates? Because long story short, it was zero. (laughs) Literally not a single person asked for my rates. And I either, I guess depending on who it was, I might have given him my rates. I might have not responded. I might have just, I don't even know. Who knows what I did back then. But yeah, that that's where people want to take advantage of you. Because in their mind... You're just not a busy person and you're desperate to get work and you do not want to look desperate because it, it, it's just not a good look for your business. It's not a good business decision, I guess. (laughs) And also another thing about, I've noticed in myself when I get in creative, these creative lulls is I start to rush and it, that kind of, I guess it kind of ties into making yourself seem really available because you're so, or like in that desperate mood, I guess, desperate to get any work out there. Because yeah, like social media, like if I, like I said, if I'm not posting something like every week or every two weeks or something like that, I feel like I'm not going to stay relevant. And I want it, like I try, you try so hard to stay relevant And so you start to rush your work. So if you don't have a concept in mind, you finally get a job. And you don't have a concept in mind, you don't have a look in mind or anything. Like, it it just looks bad. Like, for me, I had a shoot that I just completely rushed it. Completely. Like, and there was really no... I liked for my shoots to have story and to have purpose. If it's not, if I feel like it's not telling a story, I don't like it automatically. That this can be the most beautiful woman or man in America and I'm just still going to hate it. And that is what I don't like as well. Rushing your work, it's just, it's never going to be, I know, you, I know that you guys out there want to get work out there and want to stay relevant and want to just keep, keep working in general just because you want to work. But still make sure that you're taking your time and just be patient because if it's meant to be, it'll be. 
you know, you you don't want to rush something that in a long-term sense, don't rush something that you want to last forever. You want your career to be forever. I personally don't ever plan even plan on retiring. I just plan on doing this till I die one day. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but yeah, I, I just, you know, one year, that's 365 opportunities right there. Every day is a new opportunity. So in a way to keep yourself busy, I will say pitching. And pitching is essentially selling yourself. So for me, I have to pitch myself to brands because I love working with brands and that, that, that's just what I want to do full time. So how I pitch is I write down a list of all the brands that I want to work with. And this step alone might take more than a day. I mean, because for me, I like to have at least 100 brands because it's like a, it's like the lottery. You know, it's like a hit or miss thing. Like if you pitch to 100 people, that, that gives you more of a, a better chance of at least having one of them even respond to you. Because me, I'm still pretty small. I only have like, dang, I don't even know how many followers I have. I don't have a lot of followers on Instagram. And for some reason, followers are a big deal to these brands, <laughs> most of these brands. So you know, I'm pretty small. So for them to even, for a brand to even look at my email, that's a pretty big deal to me. And so I, I will have at least like a hundred brands written down. That might take me a day and a half, two days maybe. I mean, it takes a while to think about brands and you have to go on Google, Safari, whatever you go on and find their public relations email. You know, you can just type in brand name, PR email. I don't suggest reaching out to a brand specifically via Instagram DM. I just don't think that it's the most, this is just my personal opinion. I just don't think that it's the most professional thing to do when you're reaching out to a brand. I don't like to do it. Now, if you're reaching out to an influencer or a model, then, and they don't like, maybe you don't even see a contact thing in their bio, because sometimes, like, signed models will have, like, here's my agent's email, like, right right there in the bio, or even influencers, and if they have that in the bio, then I'm going to email them, just because it just looks better. I think it just looks more, it makes you look professional, and it makes, for me, at 22, being taken seriously is pretty hard. So I try to do anything I can to be taken seriously. So for brands, I'll email them. And it's nice to have, it is nice to have a, excuse me, it is nice to have a email already like kind of written out just, just so you know, like the gist of what you want to write. But for me, I really love to make each email to each specific brand as personal as I can. Oh my goodness. I just like, feel like I'm about to sneeze and I don't have to. I feel like that's been happening to me a lot lately. So sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I was saying, you know, I, I feel like, you know, 
when brands, if they even look at the email, because I've still had it to where they haven't even looked or opened it or anything, I feel like they like to see what you specifically see in their brand and why you really want to work with them. And I think just getting really specific about it is, it's never a bad thing. It's going to take more time. And, you know, again, you have to be patient when you're writing these emails out and reaching out. But you've got to do it. You're never going to, in this field, you're never going to just be, you're, you might have, be busy. You might be busy the rest of your career all the time. But I feel like reaching out and pitching is never going to, you're never going to be done with it. I know I'm not. I'm always going to be reaching out to new brands. I'm always going to be wanting more opportunity with and to like reach outside the box almost. And I feel like another way other, I mean, pitching is very important and it it really gets me out of my creative lull because I feel like when I'm typing out an email, I'm just like, it almost makes me motivated. I'm like, ooh, like I can see myself working with this brand. I can, I know exactly what I would do to work with this brand and it sparks this like artistic eye in, in my head. Like it's a great way to get back on track and get back to be motivated. But another way to try to get out of a creative lull and to re-motivate yourself is think about why you're doing this. Remember why you started. I started because, you know, I'd always loved taking photos. But there's those specific people, photographers, in my life who made me want to be where I'm at today and and continue to make me want to grow within this field. And just to name a few, I'm you guys might not know who they are. You might know who they are. That you know, I'm gonna name them anyways. <laughs> so here they are. Like Cameron Hammond, Cameron Mackey, Bernie Mac. I love how these are the first three are all Australian photographers. Love them. Uh Sam Damashek, uh Jason Lee Perry, just I guess Angela Adams, obviously. Slim Aaron's. I mean, there I, I can actually go on for hours of all the photographers I love. But when I scroll on Instagram and on social media, because it's more than just them, obviously, it's so many others, I feel like I get inspired by looking at other people's work and saying, oh my gosh, like I want to be where they're at in life. And, and it's, it's like, it's similar to comparison you know, do I compare myself? Yes. But it's also a big motivation thing. It should get you motivated to get out there and work and get your art out there if you love it enough. And I just know for me, it it helps a lot when I see other people living my dream. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like a sad and a happy thing all at the same time. Like, it's like, oh my gosh, like, screw you, but I love you, <laughs> you know? And, you know, if it's meant to be, 
It will be. I'm a big believer in that. Like, everything happens for a reason, I believe. And, you know, if something doesn't happen, like, say one of those brands that you reached out to was a brand that you just really, really, really wanted to work work with, and they don't even respond. Because that's happened to me before. You just got to know that rejection is redirection like or not is redirection turn your rejection into redirection and just don't try and take it personally you know because it's nothing against you or your even your work you know some brands are just they they just don't even see it or 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 people I, I, I I keep saying brands I'm sorry some people you never know the circumstance and Make your quote-unquote rejection into a learning experience. You know, I have had brands that I've worked with and it didn't end up working out. And it really bummed me because maybe at first either they didn't respond or maybe at first they're like, yeah, like, you know, that sounds really fun and blah, blah, blah. And so that makes me excited when they respond and then when they respond, yes. And then something along the way happens and it doesn't work out and it's really easier said than done to say don't take it personally like because I know trust me I know that you guys take it personally because I do I take it personally all the time I don't let them know that I take it personally but I do take it personally and but it's like I still don't regret it happening because in my head, I, I, I like I said, I always feel like if it's going to happen, if it's meant to happen, it will. And I also just, oh my gosh, I just feel like I keep having to sneeze, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just, okay, no, I'm, no, I'm good. Uh, I don't remember what I was saying. I don't have Austin in here to tell me. Uh, I don't know. Basically, just don't take shit personally guys because shit happens and it's gonna be okay at the end of the day so um I mean that's really all I oh my gosh this is only 23 minutes Ugh, I'm so sorry it's just weird talking to myself like and not having anybody respond so (laughs) I mean that's about all I have in this one it's like I said it was gonna be pretty short and to the point and pretty straightforward so I just feel like creative lulls are just something that everyone, every artistic and creative, artistic person and creative go through. At some point in our creative lives, we're going to go through it. And you just, you got to know what to do in those times. I feel like a lot of people give up and I never want anybody to give up. Even as hard as it gets, because some creative lulls can turn, depending on the person, it can turn into just straight up depression or maybe not that dramatic, but it, it can turn ugly and it can turn into somebody completely quitting and changing their career and just because they're just, in, they're just stuck and they just want to move forward and, but they can't. And so if you guys ever have a creative or in a moment where you're in a creative lull, I'm always here to talk to. I feel like talking to other creatives help as well. 
I'm in Facebook groups where we talk about things like that. I'm in, you know, um, Instagram, uh, what is it like group chats or whatever, not just Instagram group chats, but iMessage group chats where we talk about things. So I'm always available to, oh my gosh, bye. I just said earlier, don't make yourself too, seem too available, but no, I'm available to talk at any time. So if you guys are feeling just stuck or just confused about what to do, then I'm always here. You know, I'm always here to help in any way I can. Not saying that I'm an expert in this, but I I know how you guys feel if you if you get like this. So I guess yeah, to end off to end this episode just don't give up. Be patient. The future is now. You know, try and learn as much as you can during these dead seasons. You know, don't don't just sit around and do nothing if you're if you're slow. If or not if you're slow, but if you oh my gosh, that sounded bad. If you're having a slow season is what I mean. <laughs> um just because in learning during this, I, me and Austin, when we'd have slower seasons, we we bought books and learned about just things that we now had time to learn about. I, I feel like we had points in our career where we're like, oh my gosh, we don't have time to do this. We don't have time to do that. And then we're in these quote unquote creative lulls, but now we actually have the time to learn and build and create other ideas and and learn more about my equipment or about just the business because like, like you're never you're just you you can never not be busy if you you got to make yourself busy if you're not shooting or if you're not planning a shoot so and there's plenty of things to do so yeah if, to end this off just if anybody is ever struggling please please do not hesitate to message me or anything. So thanks so much for listening, guys. I know this wasn't very long. I This is just pretty basic stuff that I just wanted to cover. And yeah, we will see you guys on the next episode. Peace.